everyone and welcome back to pass the salt it is great to be with you if we don't know each other nice to meet you my name is Chrisanna today's episode is really a delight you will be um, inspired and convicted um, and this episode is really for anyone but we really gear it towards youth leaders especially and also students but anyone could listen to our conversation today with an exceptional human, and her name is Megan Warren. And she talks all about this concept of slowing down. And um, she just shares a lot of wisdom. You can tell just from our conversation how much time and effort and energy um, that Megan has poured into researching this topic of Sabbath and the topic of stillness and slowing down and what that means for us and um, why it's so important. I think as you'll hear when we talk, we kind of unpack this idea that we have, especially in America, but even in the church, just we glorify being busy and having full schedules and um, just staying super, super active and jumping from one thing to the next. And we forget and I honestly was reminded of this so powerfully by this conversation with Megan. We forget, guys, that God commands us to be still. And it's actually a commandment to remember the Sabbath and to keep it holy. And Sabbath is allowing our soul to rest and connect with God and remember what God's done in our lives. And that needs to be holy. And especially if you're a youth leader and you work on the quote-unquote Sabbath, it is hard for that to stay holy in your mind and you're probably nodding your head in agreement um, because you know what I mean when I say that. And, you know, if you're a youth and you are busy on the weekends or busy on times where you could be resting, it's definitely not staying holy. So we're going to talk all about that. Um, also, fun fact, I'm recording this introduction in the middle of a huge storm and so i hope that you get to hear some loud thunder if you do then you're experiencing this storm with me uh, my family we just bought a house way out in like the literal middle of nowhere and we lose power all the time in storms so hopefully uh things go well but if we lose power maybe you'll hear a live reaction to that okay so before we dive into this episode guys those of you who've been faithful listeners of Pass the Salt. First of all, thank you. Um, second of all, I have some really cool episodes planned and I'm so excited to share them with you. But I also would like to say now that we are eight episodes in, my goodness, that I'm open to hearing from you some suggestions for two things. Suggest to me maybe some topics that you would like to hear talked about. For me, if you know me personally, Nothing's off the table. I mean, I can't promise. I can't make any promises. But if there's something that you would like to hear more about in regards to faith and, you know, being a Christian today in 2021 or scripture or whatever it is, um, send us a message at our Instagram, SNLYM, or on our website, SNLYM.com, or at Facebook, Salt and Light Youth Ministry. Um, I'm open to any suggestions. I'm also open to any suggestions from y'all for people that you'd like to hear interviewed. If you have an awesome youth pastor or someone in your church, if you have a really um, 
a really, uh, I don't know, maybe important thing that you do um, in the community or a story that needs to be told, reach out. And I would love to um, chat with you more or hear about who you have in mind or be introduced to that person. Um, I think it'd be great to involve those of you who are listening on the behind the scenes aspect and the and um, just the the choosing and the suggesting. So if there's anything that you'd like pass the salt on, if you want the past, wow, if you want the salt past, oh boy, if you want the salt past on anything, you guys, send us a message. I'd love to hear from you. I don't know if you can hear the rain. It's wild. Okay, here's Megan Warren. Be blessed. Don't be stressed and rest. Let's pass the salt. Okay. Ding dong. Uh oh. Um, Are you at a 10 a.m. or is that 4 p.m. for your drink? Have oh, you been hydrating? No, not at all. <gasps> you still got 10 a.m. This is probably yesterday's. I know. I do not drink enough water, and I think it's. I feel like I see you drinking a lot, though. Well,. No. Maybe mostly when you're speaking. Only when I'm speaking, <laughs> then I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. Megan Wilson. Megan is not Megan Warren. Yes, correct. <laughs> oh <laughs> <gosh>. last name. <laughs> You've been a Warren for a long time. I can't believe I did that to you. Yes, I'm sorry. Almost two years. Yeah. Well, Wilson and Warren are very similar. Yes. Yeah. So. And the same initials. Yeah, me too. R to R. So you are Megan Louise Warren. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like your age, if you want to disclose it, um, where you're from, what you're doing with your life, all the good things about you. Yeah. So I am 25 years old. I was born in 1996, March birthday. Um, I grew up in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, aka Pickle Town. Mm -hmm. So right next to Mechanicsburg. Um, You know Pickle Town, northern stuff. and I'm the youth director at Otterbein UMC, and I have been for three years. I just celebrated my anniversary there. And I also teach dance at Rave Run Studios in Mechanicsburg and help co-direct with Chloe George, um, the Encountered Heart Youth Company. So those are a couple of the things that I do. What dance classes do you teach? Um, I teach a C-level class, which is like the age group of 7 to 11-year-olds around, um, which is tap, ballet, and jazz. It's like a three-genre, and then I teach hip-hop as well. Ooh. Yes, it's very fun. Do they do that all, like, tap, ballet, jazz in one night? Yes, so it goes, like, tap first, and then ballet, and then jazz, and it's like 30 to 45 minutes for each class. So you get to say, okay, let's change our shoes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fun. Is there still room? Could someone still register for one of your classes? Um, I think most of them are full. I know that my tap one only has seven, though. And I think we're around, like, can have 10 students. Um, Or a a little more. I forget what the cap is. But I'm not quite sure. You would have yeah. to check our website out okay. or contact the director. But Well, if someone has children or siblings in that age range and yeah. they want to dance with Megan uh, Warren. Yeah, well, and the hip-hop class is for, like, middle and high school students. So if you want to take a hip-hop class, check out Ray Vrance. Very. I want to take a hip-hop class. <laughs> yeah. I never took hip-hop. 
very fun. Um, how's youth ministry going? So you're starting your fourth year. Yes, correct. Wow, it's wild. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Like a lot of my college friends have shifted their careers or like ran grad school and then have their, excuse me, first position at a job. And I've only been, at least in like the five or six friends that I have from school, I'm the only one that has stayed at their, Mm. their position, which is interesting to me. But it's going. Um, <laughs> do I know where it's going? Not quite. Not that I don't like have control, I guess, over it. But I'm just kind of waiting to see where God really has the ministry, especially for this next year. As many youth pastors kind of feel, I think this past year was a little discouraging um, and different for many reasons. So, and I felt in that boat as well. But we had a good summer and I'm holding on to a good summer that we had and I'm hopeful for the fall and hopefully we can have students come back and some new students but I'm just kind of in a boat of not sure what the expectations will be and I'm trying not to have any assumptions for what youth ministry might look like this year but I'm just kind of like okay Lord whatever you want that'll be good for me yeah well you know youth leaders were just I guess everyone but youth ministry is always a fragile thing right and it's changing every year and every mm-hmm. four years it changes a lot and for it to go through a pandemic yeah that's brutal mm-hmm. so you and and so many youth leaders have been through the ringer so proud yeah. of you for sticking through <laughs> and being consistent yeah and just being a consistent presence in their lives whether or not they want to acknowledge it megan right. is there <laughs> right exactly and i think a lot of what this year has taught me too is just to because I'm a worrier and I like worry and stress over things but just to release them into God's hands and like trust that he's holding on to them even if I don't hear from them or haven't seen them or know what's going on in their family is like and if they have like kind of taken step a step back from their faith is like well he's going to bring them back and he is going to be faithful and just trusting that like I just need to be a faithful you know disciple of his and love them and care for them and say like you said that I'm there if you need me but if you don't want to talk that's fine but just trusting that he's like holding on to them in the midst of it all yeah it's hard it's like parenting in a way just like trusting these kids these students I should say to to God and and in God's hands and yeah yeah it's not always easy for a warrior but you are not you're a warrior, not oh. a warrior. Oh, I like <laughs> that. that. Should oh, I get that on a t-shirt? You should. <laughs> I swapped that vowel for a different yep. one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk today about a seminar that you gave at Impact. Yes. Um, and I think the cool thing is that it can now have life beyond. Where did you give your seminar at Impact? Were you in a tent? Um, yes, we were on the rec fields in a tent. Mm, in the heat. Yes. So in the heat. It now has life. We had some shade. You had some shade. That's true. <laughs> it now has life beyond the rec field. Yes. And so if someone listening went to Megan's seminar, this can be a refresher for you. If you um, didn't get to go to her seminar at Impact or you didn't go to Impact or you don't even know what Impact is, now you can (laughs) learn more just about this topic. Um, So your seminar was called Mighty Close. No, that mighty was the summer theme. <laughs> oh man, but that to, was mighty close. You're right. <laughs> it's okay. mighty slow. <laughs> mighty slow. Off to a great start. Um, great. But I want to read the synopsis that you wrote mm-hmm. for Mighty Slow. So I don't know if you've ever heard what you wrote in someone else's voice, but I'm now excited you will. to hear it. Thank you. So mighty slow. This is what you said.
After all of this free time we have had this past year and a half, are you feeling more tired than ever? Mm -hmm. Are you finding it hard to rest? And when you do rest, it's not the sole kind of rest you really need. Mm. Are you feeling burnt out even before completing a task, doing schoolwork or working for your job? Let's talk about this and discover how we can find true and whole rest in our Savior. Let's talk about the pace and patience of our God and how he wants that for his children too. And this seminar was for anyone, mm -hmm. any age, any walk of life who's feeling all of these things. Man, when I read that the first uh, time a couple, I guess a month ago, it was like, it hit the nail on the head for me, and mm -hmm. I'm sure for so many people. Um, how did your seminar go when you got to meet and speak with all these people about this? Yeah, I mean, I thought it went really well. Um, I had wanted to do this seminar many, many months before mm -hmm. um, Impact, actually. So I knew it was something that God wanted me to talk about. And of course, I am a procrastinator. So well, sometimes I kind of wait till the last minute to put all my thoughts together. But like they were there. Um, but even to the Wednesday or Thursday of impact, I was still writing down my jumbled notes on nice. my papers. You can see them here yeah. <laughs> um, and was just kind of frazzled. So I was hoping that God would make the message clear that he had put on my heart so many months before. But um, after presenting at least the first day, I think that was on Friday, um, I had heard so many people mm -hmm. saying like, this is exactly what I needed. Like yeah. you um, said what I needed to hear and then some, or you spoke so confidently about this. And typically I don't always feel confident in what I'm speaking about. And um, we're really wanting to change some of their habits once they got home. And same thing for Saturday too, um, just continuing to ask questions about like what I can do to rest. Like, is this okay? Is this okay? And just talking further about that. So it seemed like it was really well received. Um, even, and I wanted it for everybody, but I think it was mostly um, geared towards like high school students and even leaders who are more busy or their schedule might yeah. be more packed than say a middle schoolers. Not saying that they aren't busy, but um, so I saw it resonate a lot with like even some like high school juniors and seniors yeah. and like youth pastors and maybe even parents that came, which was really cool. That is awesome. I'm so glad it went well for you. And I yeah. heard a lot of great feedback. Of, oh, like, good. I've heard I heard whisperings of like, oh, did you go to Megan's seminar? It was <laughs> so good. Um, so what do you think made you choose this topic of rest and mighty slow and this like, like diving into whole true good like rest what brought you to that mm -hmm. topic yeah so like I said um it was kind of placed on my heart I would say this spring probably at like April or May because I had gotten to the point in my walk with my job and just with other things where I was quote unquote resting, but I was still feeling very tired and burnt out and exhausted and was questioning why that was happening. And also even just like pre-COVID, lots of people's response to how are you was I'm busy or I'm tired and like would further question that. And then after we've had all this time of resting and in isolation and solitude where we've gotten to maybe quote unquote rest, 
people's responses to that question were still the same like this Mm. spring and this summer and I was like asking myself why is that the case we've had all this time to rest in a way maybe we think is good Um, but people are still exhausted and fatigued and like worn out just by daily life, even though the pace of life has what we've thought slowed down. So I just asking myself these questions of like, okay, well, what does whole rest look like? Why aren't we feeling rested? We're tired from our tiredness or like we have vacation now, but we need a vacation from our vacation. It's just like really interesting. And I started reading a book too that I'm sure a lot of people listening maybe have read or have heard of called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. It's really good. I recommend it. And so I was thinking about rest and starting this book and he talks a lot about this whole rest in an age of just very fast paced living and hurried life and never feeling enough or satisfied and um, just brings up this notion of Sabbath and how we like brag about breaking sabbath out of all of the 10 commandments the most like saying Mm -hmm. like oh you know i'm busy or you know i'm tired it's like oh why aren't we taking this thing seriously that Mm -hmm. god has asked of us to do so that's kind of all why i wanted to approach it It was mostly just for my personal life but also just seeing teenagers and other adults um in youth ministry or at the church still feeling very tired even though we had all of this time to Mm -hmm. figure out our tiredness if that makes sense absolutely yeah well it's sort of like it seems like based on like your quote-unquote research um (laughs) there's different kinds of rest right and what you said in your synopsis and what you're sharing here is like our souls need rest yes yeah and they maybe aren't getting that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, and maybe this is a more personal question, but one of the things I wanted to ask you is if that's something you've struggled with, just mm-hmm. like feeling like you're not getting what your soul needs or like that whole rest. And you shared that a little bit here now, but what do you think um, helps that mm-hmm. problem? Yeah. So to answer your first kind of part, yes, I've definitely struggled with finding whole rest. Um, Since high school and college, I've been a very busy person, like trying to pack my schedule with lots of things. And I love just like being with people and being a part of different like clubs or organizations or activities and like serving. So in high school, it just kind of felt like the normal and natural thing to do because a lot of people in my grades like were doing that. And then in college, it just felt the same. But I'm at a Christian school, so it's more for God in a way. Mm -hmm. And so once I got out of college, I was like, okay, like trying to keep that pace of life. And like actually when um, quarantine hit, I was kind of struck with this notion of like, do I want to be busy my whole life? Mm. And to answer that question is no. I want Mm. to do things that like advance his kingdom, of course, and help and serve other people. But I don't want to be maxed out to the point where I am just always exhausted on Mm. a soul level, on a physical level, emotional level, spiritual level. And so I just really wanted to figure out you know, what God had for me and what he has for all of his children too. And so what has helped for me and actually what I talked about in my seminar was slowing down the pace of our lives. And 
whether that is making your yeses yeses and your noes noes that mm. can be one thing or just simply taking a couple of things out of your weekly schedule to make time just to sit with god or mm. read a passage of scripture or take time to pray or even take time to like serve your local community and help mm. a nonprofit organization it doesn't have to be just like sitting quietly in a dark room like resting that way you know it sure. doesn't have to be that but something that is um which when we talked about sabbath in my seminar and when you can read in scripture um is that you are remembering to mm. practice sabbath and keeping yeah. it holy so like remembering who god is in our lives and also a second part in it is to observe like what god has done like what mm. has he brought you through that week that month that season that year mm. and so more than just so for me like a lot of my life rest doing again quote unquote has been um watching tv mm -hmm. and napping and like again going down like youtube holes sure. and more so like numbing myself so i don't mm -hmm. have to feel maybe certain uncomfortabilities or mm. pain or hurts or i just want something mindless to do and therefore i'm just gonna watch this episode right. of the office that i've watched 50 million times right which again not that god can't use those things and that's not what i'm saying but he and his son and his spirit you know offers something more than yeah. um what those things can offer if that makes sense yeah yeah So yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can do to slow down your pace of life and also follow Jesus's example of living unhurried. But from all standards of what we see in scripture, he was a busy person, hmm. but he didn't let that pace affect him and his ministry and also his intimate times with the father, which I think is really beautiful. And I think we can also yeah. follow after that and try to get that as well. Obviously, um, our American culture and society and pace of life is a lot different from the context in which Jesus was living and also different in the context which people in Africa are living or Asia or Australia or any other place in the world also just state to state or town to town. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting even in talking at my seminar the fact that a lot of people and myself included don't feel like it's possible to even mm. practice a full day of Sabbath like we read in scripture, which I totally get. Yeah. Um, but probably what we'll talk later in the podcast about of like some things you can do is just yeah. start somewhere small. Mm. If you do feel called and convicted to like rest more in your life is just, yeah, there are small steps that you can take to do that for yourself. It doesn't yeah. have to be, okay, I'm committing to 24 hours of not doing anything like you know, God sees your heart and your intentionality yeah. and purposefulness towards wanting to rest and find that soul care. But it might take you time, one, to sure. do it and get to a place that you really feel confident in. And also it's going to take a lot of grace because yeah. this, again, this hurried pace of life is going to be constantly at war with your resting mm -hmm. self. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, you're giving me, I had like 17 light bulb moments <laughs> and all of that. Because good, good. <laughs> You know, we as Christians and, and people who are leaders in the church and know, yeah. you know, listen to leaders in, in Christian circles, it's there's so much discussion about we need to follow Jesus and we need to WWJD and like mm -hmm. follow the example of Christ and be the hands and feet of Jesus. 
And so we focus on like ministry and healing and all of these wonderful things. But Jesus also took time to rest. Mm -hmm. And I like how you emphasized that Jesus was busy. Mm -hmm. That's not, you can't say Jesus wasn't busy. But there's so many times where before the busyness, Jesus went aside to pray. Right. Or Jesus went um, somewhere alone or Jesus stopped and spent time with God and and then continued the busyness. Or just like Jesus made time for that in the middle of the busyness. Mm -hmm. And so if we are truly following Jesus, we should probably also be doing that. Right. Um, And I love everything, too, you said about remembering the Sabbath, which Mm -hmm. means like this is a holy thing. Mm -hmm. And setting aside, yeah, a day or however much time you can, like that is a commandment. Mm -hmm. God tells us not to to be envious, not to lie, not to kill, and also to rest. Right. Like we're commanded to do that because we need to. Right. And we glorify, and and you said this, like we brag about the things we're doing. Right. What if we bragged about the rest? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like That's like Mm -hmm. almost a shameful thing in our culture. Right. Because then it's equated with you're not doing anything yeah, you or you're be being lazy. lazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, and when we do quote unquote brag about rest, it's always like, well, I've been binging a show right. or, or I just like watched all these movies yeah. or this I or went that. to get my nails done yeah, or I, I just ate all of this food yeah, or, yeah, I went to, yeah. you know. But not like, man, I sat all afternoon and remembered what God did for me. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't that our biggest brag? Right. Because well, that's and amazing. God Himself, like the Creator of the universe, also rested yeah. on the seventh day, and it's like, okay, I am this finite human being <laughs> of a person a that's incredibly broken. Yeah, a speck, yeah. if you will, um, among so many billions of people. But the God who created all of this and is more powerful and mighty than I could ever imagine rested it's like okay maybe i should like think about that and take that more seriously yeah absolutely is it really possible to step into a new pace and get to know you said the patience of god Mm -hmm. and i think that's a beautiful description of god when i don't know if we hear voiced very often but Mm -hmm. is it really possible to step into a new pace and to know the patience of god Yes, (laughs) Yes, because <laughs> anything is possible with God. Ooh. At least cliche Christian answer. No, but a but, true one. I kind of set you up for that. <laughs> I mean, all things like, yes, that, but also, yes, I, I do believe it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe there will be mess ups and mistakes and setbacks because people have busier seasons than others? Like, yes, absolutely. But I don't think it's worth giving up or not dedicating your time to because I think it's really important. And... One of the things that I said um, at my seminar, which came like the day before, was like, I don't want to know that like tomorrow or next week that I'm going to pass away and like look back on my life and think, did I like truly live life to the fullest or was I just busy and was I just tired, you know, the whole time. I want to look back and say like I lived life, but I also found meaningful rest and peace that the father wants to give me and wants to give all of his children. So um, I think it's very possible and I think it's there for anyone that is willing to take it kind mm-hmm. of like the seek peace and pursue it type thing. Yeah. Like God's rest is available to all of his people, but I think a lot of us kind of push that away or say like, yeah. no, instead I want all of these other things, God, instead of like your rest. And, um, also just to remember that like 
the things and the good things that we have in life or maybe you had success at work or school or all of those things like we forget and neglect that God is the one giving us those things. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time too in the part of Sabbath that is like remembering what God has done is we don't necessarily always want to acknowledge that which Mm -hmm. that like really stinks for me to say because I have been in that mode many times. I know a lot of us have but I think this practice of faith and just being a disciple of Christ um, begs us to remember and Mm. to really give God the glory for where it is due and deserved. So, um, yeah, and I wanted to say the patience of God because in the book that I mentioned earlier, um, there's this really beautiful quote about love. And I um, forget the author, but it was from an author from a different book, but just saying that like the pace of love is very slow. Like when you're getting mm-hmm. to know someone and when you're falling in love per se, right. is like it takes lots of time to get yeah. to know someone and, you know, become their best friend, get to know their ins and outs. And like yeah. that is what we're doing with our relationship with God is it shouldn't be the this rushed hurried thing it should be something that takes time and also um rest can take healing too um i forgot to mention this earlier but also in my seminar there's a couple times that jesus is healing on the sabbath and remembering like all of the um pharisees that were like jesus why are you doing this on the sabbath how dare you but a lot of the times it was because people were being healed of something Hmm. so And um, there's a couple of passages in scripture that talk about the one man who um, needed to go into the river to be made well. And same thing with the one woman who needed to be healed of, um, I don't think it was the woman that was bleeding, but a different woman who had some sort of um, sickness or disease. And same thing, Jesus asked her if she wanted to be made well. Hmm. And so I think part of our rest is also are healing and healing as we know takes time like when you have a bruise when you have a scrape when you break a bone like it takes time for those things to mend and heal Mm. so therefore like thankfully god is patient with us his kids and like when we mess up and when we like go away from him he's still patient and there and gracious and merciful but also in this practice of rest we need to be patient with ourselves and like Mm. give us time to grow and rest if that makes sense because yeah. it's it's not going to be like a once and done thing it's like going to be a lifelong commitment if we really want it to be yeah so wow again 17 like bulbs <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I love that you equate like rest to healing and you know in different seasons of life maybe there isn't a major thing we need healing from but mm-hmm. healing doesn't necessarily come in the busyness and in the hurry and in the rush because in those moments we're so often distracted and we're um, pulled in so many directions but Mm -hmm. in the stillness and in the rest that is where we can find healing right and um, maybe and you kind of said this earlier like maybe one of the reasons we're filling up our time is to avoid some of the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. feelings or to avoid something that maybe we need to look at and address and maybe even be healed from right and if we just don't look at it well then it's not there but it it is Mm -hmm. still there and our body is still like asking for rest Mm -hmm. and our minds and our souls and god is still commanding us to Mm -hmm. rest 
Um, so what are some steps that we can try? And maybe there's even some practical ones you would encourage us to do this week, like mm-hmm. after listening. Like what are some steps that we can implement in our lives to start resting and start incorporating mighty slowness and rest um, mm-hmm. into our daily life? Yeah. So there's so many things that you can do. And I think it's also important to know yourself um, because my practice of rest and Sabbath may look different than yours, Christiana, or versus like Christy or, um, you know, any other people. Um, So know like who you are and how you best rest, if that makes sense. A couple of things that you can potentially do is one um which it sounds bad to carve out a time in your schedule to have rest or time with the lord but in a hurried pace of life and if you like live by a planner and schedule it is important to kind of like not just spontaneously find rest it's good to be like okay on thursday from like six to seven at night i'm gonna make sure this time is devoted like it might sound bad to do that but god is still like still loves you and still wants you to you're making god a priority right exactly so i know at first that's how i felt i was like i don't want to put god in this box of my schedule but if i let it just be like it'll happen when it happens like i would never then set the time the time to do that so i think it's really important to figure out like in your week what day might work best doesn't have to be sunday it doesn't have to even be on the weekend maybe yours is like i'm gonna get up in the morning 30 minutes early and devote that time to god so i can like give him my day read a psalm and journal and that's what it is and then after a couple months maybe reevaluate it and be like can i get up a full hour early Mm. can i give five hours on my saturday to this like so start small it's really important um and also like what your time can consist of is like doing things that bring your soul joy so like maybe for you that is painting maybe for you that is taking a walk maybe it is grabbing a meal with a friend Mm -hmm. maybe it is um singing some worship songs or discovering new worship music maybe it is writing a spoken word or monologue about how you are feeling and how you're Mm -hmm. connecting with god really anything that like can bring you closer to him and is giving god glory in some sort of aspect is a really good thing to practice for rest and sabbath um if you feel like napping is part of that like i am all for napping i think it just depends on the amount of (laughs) napping if that makes sense like if you're sleeping for five hours um one that's maybe not good and you need to get more sleep but two if you're not like spending the time to be with god that's not really the soul rest he wants for you which again it's tough for me to say because normally i like to nap but if i'm not like spending that intentional time seeking him then it's really not that sabbath like whole rest that you may need um so in all of those things just like ask the lord like is this something that will bring me rest or is this maybe not something that will bring me rest um so yeah um time out of your schedule um figuring out what your rest time will look like that's good for you another thing just in our day and age is to um try and unplug and maybe not watch tv or play video games or be on your laptop or be on your phone Mm -hmm. um this is really difficult um especially for 
our you know younger audience um, who have lived with smartphones since they were born um, maybe not have had one but they've been around them with their parents and things is like really really try to limit your distractions Um, and this can be a variety of different things like sometimes I'm actually using the grayscale on my phone a couple days of week of the week because actually certain um, like colors on our phone like give our brains and I don't know the exact scientific facts about right. it, but like more of a want and addiction to go back mm. to your phone. So even like turning it to a black and white scale will help you not want to be on your phone as much, which is really interesting. Wow. interesting. You can also set time limits on your phone for like social media or apps or just things in general. Like if you want to make sure you're going to bed at a good time, um, you can set a time limit on your phone and it'll like kick you out, which is really cool. Um, or just like, say like, I'm going to put my laptop and my phone and everything in my backpack for like an hour and just kind of unplug that way. That's another very practical thing you can do. Not very easy at all, but like, you know, go back to the simplicity of like reading your Bible, the actual paper Bible and like getting a journal to do things or like, instead of taking pictures of that cool walk you're on, like just take it in and look at it and not have to post about it or like show what you're doing. Um, and yeah, so that's another thing that you can do. Um, there's so many things, but, um, those are just a couple of practical things. Also, if you just want to give your time back to spread God's kingdom and be his hands and feet, like maybe you're in such a busy season with work and school that you haven't given time to like help at the Salvation Army or like um, Community Aid or Project Share or like any other place around in the community.